Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life. We're going to sound a little different today. You'll hear little noises and sounds coming from the hotel where the National Speakers Association has met in Washington, D.C. And I have been able to corner a guest who is prepared to share with you some principles to help you live on purpose. I am joined today by Linda Shively. Say hello, Linda. Hello. I'm so glad you joined me for this interview. I am thrilled to be here. Linda, we just had lunch together at a table of really inspiring people. Would you agree? Oh, it was fantastic. But there's always a reason that we're sitting next to the people that we're sitting next to. I think that's really true. And as we were having some conversations, you shared with me a story that I wanted to share with our listeners. to identify some things that might be really relevant to them. Everyone, as they go through life, has setbacks, Mm -hmm. difficulties, hard things that happen, right? Definitely. And this was true of you too. Now, and maybe I won't give any other introduction other than that and just let you talk for a minute. (laughs) You are, you're a speaker and you share your message with people but your message came from a personal life experience that you had. Can you set that up for us? Just tell us the story. Well, I was living in suburbia. Life was normal. Things were good. Everything seemed fine. I had a brand new baby girl, Jessica, and took her to a routine doctor's appointment when she was three months old. and. She just wasn't quite moving the way that other kids do. Mm. And the doctor did a few tests, got her to a neurologist, not just any neurologist, but a chief neurologist the next day. Mm -hmm. I was terrified because that can't be good. This is your little baby. Three months old. Three months old. And had no indication that anything was wrong other than she, would, uh, yeah, she this didn't doesn't keep seem her head normal. up quite as much as she had okay. initially gotcha. and just seemed a little bit weaker. You know, like when you bounce a little baby up and down, their legs kind of support them. Right, sure. And hers stopped doing that. And okay. so we asked the pediatrician and her face changed when she did some tests. The pediatrician's, the pediatrician's face changed. Oh boy. Of course, trying to keep the professional veil of, you know, not showing emotion. Right. I could tell something was was wrong. And the next day Mm. at the neurologist's office, going through a battery of tests, and then of course waiting for results, finally got the results. Mm -hmm. And Jessica was diagnosed with spinal muscular atrophy which is a neuromuscular disorder that causes severe weakness Mm. and doesn't have a very good life expectancy. Oh boy. And they said she wouldn't survive to her first birthday. 
to her first birthday. This is your three-month-old. Yeah. Oh. So. I think I uh, those of you who are parents, you can imagine how this would feel. You you said the word devastated. Yeah. I mean, it was the worst day of my life. Crushing blow that just came out of out of nowhere, out yeah. of the clear blue sky. And. I couldn't figure out how to reconcile that with this bright-eyed, mm -hmm. happy child that was in front of me. I'm and guessing that Jessica, your, uh -huh. your daughter's name is Jessica, Yeah. had no idea about the diagnosis. Of course not. She's three months old. She's three months old. She just needed to eat and needed love and She's occasionally just, needed her diaper change. Just you know, being just, a baby. Yeah. Doing and what babies do. Doing what babies do. And so by seeing the light in her eyes, I realized I have to keep going as her mom. Things didn't yeah. change in that regard. And learned how to deal with a new normal. Mm. You know what? Can I acknowledge something there too, sure. Linda? Because our issues are not the same as our child's issues. Would you agree? Of course. She's clueless to this whole thing. Right. You're devastated. Right. Tears streaming down my face for weeks. Right. Right. And then finally realizing that it doesn't have to be that way. And yeah. Uh, actually, a friend had sent me a poem called Welcome to Holland. And it's written by a woman whose name escapes me right now mm. that had a child with Down syndrome. And uh -oh. the gist of it is parenthood is like planning a trip to Italy. And okay. you, you learn the language, you learn the concepts, you know what foods you're going to try, you know what you places you're going to do your research and figure this out. Uh -huh. And, you know, the baby's born, you, it's like getting off the plane, and they say, welcome to Holland. Like, What? I'm supposed to be in Italy. What, what do you mean Holland? Uh, and you have this whole new language you have to learn, all these new foods, but you realize yeah. it's not bad. It's a wonderful place. It's, it's just, just not what you expected. It's expect not what it. you expected. And you may exactly. always wonder what the other place would be like. Right. But it's a good thing, and you can get great experiences from it. And reading that reminded mm. me that this is just a new normal. It's just welcome to Holland. It's exactly. When you thought that you'd be in Paris or somewhere else. Or somewhere else. Yeah. And so I began to appreciate the joy that she brought to my life and did the things that I would do with any kid. And we would go to the library, go to the park, do all of the activities. I could have kept her in a bubble at home, ah. but so can we grab a principle right here that I think, sure. I think you've identified very nicely. Just because it's something that's unexpected doesn't mean that it's something that's bad. Right. Now, painful and bad aren't the same thing either. True. Would you agree with that? Definitely agree with that. And you know what? I, you shared with me at lunch, Linda, that this was extremely painful for you. This was very difficult. And the thought that went through my head was, well, how's it supposed to feel? <laughs> right? Well, yeah. It, I mean, you're supposed to be devastated. Yes, obviously. It's like, it, duh. But, but then 
you can either sit at the bottom being miserable forever mm -hmm. or you can continue to live life. At some point and you have to make choice. that choice, right? Yeah, it's a choice. It really is a choice. And I made the choice yeah. to live and to live as fully as I could and enjoy her as long as I could. Now, of course, that meant going to the hospital. And in the hospital, there would be horrible times. I mean, several months at a time we'd be in the hospital. Mm -hmm. But every moment was trying to find a book to read to her, find a toy to play, find a game, something to do to entertain her Right. in that sterile, awful environment. Mm. And, you know, thank you, Mom. <laughs> yes. Because she was there much of the time that, that Jessica was in the hospital. And you know what, though? I think that's one of the blessings or the upsides to experiences like this because you really find out that you're surrounded by this human treasury is the way I like to refer to it. Yeah. People who care about you, people who love you and want you to be happy, they're not just going to sit by while you're going through this difficult time. But even if you don't have someone like that really close to you, there, there are so many people who are willing to step up and serve well, when they know that that's happening. And it was amazing to connect with the support group of the organizations that deal with spinal muscular atrophy. Right. And there's an organization, it is now called Cure SMA, that supports families like mine that are dealing mm. with it. Whether they are living with it or whether they have survived it, whether I mean, survived it meaning their child is no longer alive. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And meeting other people that had gone through or were going through something similar was a profound help. I mean, right. there's, there's no way to describe what I could learn from somebody who got it. Right. You know, because other people could try to imagine what it was like, but I needed to know, well, what, what do I really expect? Right. What, what is going to happen? What are the things that I need to be aware of? And there were some people who could speak to that more clearly or in a way that you could relate to better right. than others. Right. So now, and Linda, we've got a few minutes left where I want to, to identify a few of the principles. Okay that assisted you to get through this because your theme what i'm hearing from you is that you can experience something like this and still choose joy yes in your life as you move forward and your yes. face lit up as i said that. <laughs> this is radio okay so people didn't see that right I know. but you're owning this you're not pretending to be joyful no is that fair that's fair so what is it that helped you to get there. Can you just highlight a principle or two for us? I guess knowing that life continues and to really live life no matter yes. what the circumstances are and being grateful for every No matter moment. what, even if your child dies. Right, even if your child dies. Wow. Um, and she did. You know, she survived to just before her fourth birthday, and it's been nine and a half oh, years wow. now, but she is still very much alive in my heart, and 
I created a photo album of her mm -hmm. pictures. And the last page of it, I was corrected by friends who never had an opportunity to meet her. I had put, her joy lives on with those who met her. And they corrected me and they said, no, her joy lives on. Ah, nice. Because now people can't see this, right. but your eyes are starting to water when I said <laughs> that. <laughs> and it's, it's true because yeah. she is still very much alive. And right. by sharing the stories of those we love who may not still physically mm -hmm. be here, that somebody may not be able to meet in person, we right. can keep them alive. And we well, e even like on this podcast, as we share the story now, I know that there are listeners who will hear this and be inspired because of your experience as you're, you're choosing joy despite the fact that you that you lost this sweet child but you didn't really lose her did you no that's why that that term lost yeah. is is not i mean she died right but i didn't lose her you didn't lose her and in so many ways she gets to live on because of how you carry her in your mind and heart but also share this story with others Yes. so that they too can choose joy Correct. despite whatever it is that's going on for them. Very much so. It's a powerful story. Excellent. You're coming out with a book, right? That is the plan. Now, <laughs> and you know what, listeners? How many of you are thinking, I'm going to write a book? Okay, so there's a process to it. And you've got this uh, powerful story, this, this amazing experience that you've had. Your working title is Finding Joy While Losing Jessica. And it's basically your mother's heart mm -hmm. in paper right. uh, as you share this journey that you took from grief to gratitude. Correct. And choosing to live on purpose despite what had happened in your life. Um, Linda Shively, folks. And that's S-H-I-V-E-L-Y. Did I spell it correctly? Just like lively. <laughs> Just like lively, only shively. <laughs> yes, lindashively.com. And your website's under construction as well. That is correct. So folks, if you visit and it's not yet up, come back. She'll have that live and offering this, this value for anyone who wants to listen. Linda, thank you for joining me today. Thank you very much, Paul. It's been a pleasure to have you at Live On Purpose Radio. Everyone hang tight. I've got another guest lined up for our next segment, and we'll, we'll get right back to you after the break. Thank you for listening to Live On Purpose Radio. We're so glad to have you here. Please come by the website, drpauljenkins.com, spelled with a D-R, 
drpauljenkins.com. On the website, you'll have an opportunity to receive a free download. And while you're there, make sure you click on the social media icons. Come over to Facebook, where we will be posting these episodes as well as our YouTube videos and other content and announcements for you to share. Please like us, comment, subscribe, join the conversation. We're happy to have you with us here at Live On Purpose Radio. Let's all support each other to live on purpose. DrPaulJenkins.com To laugh often and love much, to appreciate beauty, to find the best in others, to give oneself, this is to have succeeded. Ralph Waldo Emerson Hey, welcome back, everybody. We're back from the break, still on site, on location in the beautiful Washington, D.C. for the National Speakers Association. I just had another guest walk into the room. I texted you, Kevin, and asked you if you could come up. Um, and you got to, to meet Linda, who was here for the first half. Inspiring story about mm-hmm. choosing joy despite your circumstances in life, no matter what. Now, Kevin, you are a coach, a consultant, a speaker. You've got all kinds of positive energy around you. (laughs) And that's why I invited you to come up. Why, thank you. And have this conversation. Your theme is is creating this journey to become the very best you. That's right. Or the best version of you. That's right. That you can possibly be. That's right. So, Kevin, tell us a little bit about what that journey's all about. I'll tell you, um, I'm on my own journey. Uh, and I think, I have, I think no. I have room for the positive energy because on my journey over the past, call it five months or so, I've lost the equivalent of about a third grader. And so now I think I got a little bit of room to, have, to let ta- that positive energy out. You're talking physically. <laughs> I'm talking physically. I've lost loss. about 70 pounds here. Uh, I'm still on that journey. That's the third you know, grader. I'm st- that's the third pounds. grader. Yeah, absolutely. And okay. it's, it's interesting because as I talk to people, uh, that's one of the hardest things that people struggle with. You know, the physical piece of it. Right. Um, and, you know, and, and I'm a firm believer in, you know, everything happens for a reason. Right. And it all works out for the best. Mm. You know, and, and the first thing that you have to change is your mind. And so as we talk about yeah. this journey to the best you, you know, I have, it's a formula. Right. Frankly, it's a formula. And, and what it says okay. is that there are five dimensions in life. There are five dimensions in your life, Dr. Paul. Okay. If you want to address anything, there are five dimensions. And those five, five dimensions, dimensions are tracking. you professionally, your okay. relationships, right? So your, your personal relationships. If you, if you subscribe to Jim Rohn's theory, you know, he says you are the average of your five closest friends. And I'm paraphrasing, but or the five yeah. people that you spend the most amount of time with. You know, I often tell people, you know, you hear people say, oh, I need to make more money. Get some new friends. Right. Because what you focus on is what actually happens. And so whatever you think about, it's going to manifest itself in life. And so if you're around different people, if you what I call sometimes elevate your friends, then you elevate mm. your thinking, you elevate your circle, you elevate your approach. And so it is you, per, you professionally, your relationships, your community, you financially, and well, your uh, wellness and spiritual. 
Um, and I, and I, I guess I hesitate a little okay. bit because as I talk to corporate clients, you know, frankly, they get a little nervous when you start saying spiritual. And <laughs> so, so I, I call it health and wellness, but it's really spiritual, right? You know, if you believe in And that's Jesus, okay with our audience, Kevin. That's great. You I mean, I'm a believer. You know, it's, it's quite, mm-hmm. I'm a 20-year financial services executive who decided I wanted to stop being a financial services executive and be a speaker and a coach and a consultant. Oh, yeah. And they think I'm nuts. And I say, it's not, it's not, it's not my plan, right? Some you of know. my favorite people, I think, are nuts. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I just figured I was on to something. <laughs> you know, when I had people laugh at me, when I had people tell me I was crazy, I said, I'm on to something, right? This must, because yeah. if you don't have someone telling you that you can't do it, that you're crazy, then your dream's not big enough. And so by the mm. fact that I had some people telling me, you are nuts, that mm-hmm. said to me, I'm on to something. You're on to something. I'm on because to, well, that and this is outside of the norm. It's outside of the norm. This is going to stretch the envelope a bit. It's a walk by faith, quite honestly. Right. You know, um, even my wife said, you know, maybe you need to go get a job. <laughs> you know, and I said, no. A real job. I, well, well, I didn't say no, right? I had the, mm-hmm. we all have that proverbial, you know, conversation with God to say, give me a sign, right? Mm. <laughs> Am I going down the right path here? Give me a mm-hmm. sign. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that sign was I, I booked a, a talk, you know, and then right. and then I think the further sign and I think it was probably for kicks and giggles that talk turned into two talks with the same company. And I said, well, you know, if it's his plan and I not booked one gig, not one talk, but I booked two talks and then mm-hmm. coming off of that talk, booked another talk that turned into a webinar. That's a sign and a half, I would say. So mm-hmm. I think that I'm on the right plan, his plan, but it's my journey. It's my journey, and it's my journey in those five key areas. It's your journey. That's right. So the content that you talk is about these five dimensions dimensions mm-hmm. that, that represent this journey to the very best version of you. But that's you right. know what, Kevin? I'm noticing that you're an example of this, too. Yeah. Because you're a human being that's going I through am. the journey as well. I am. And you got to listen to your heart, and you got to listen to what your mind is telling you as well. And maybe not listen to all the voices out there that are trying to take you off track. That's right. From whatever your purpose is. Would Mm -hmm. you agree with that? I absolutely agree with it. You know, the way that I attack these dimensions and what I share with the people that I engage um, is I attack these five dimensions with a strategy, a five-part strategy. And that is, what are the fields that you want to play on? Now, whether you're talking about your professional life or you're talking about your relationship life or you're talking about your community, what are the fields that that you want to play on? What are the connections that you need to get you from where you are today to Mm -hmm. where you're trying to get to? Right. Right? Um, What's your point of differentiation? A lot of us don't take the time to stop and think, Mm. why am I special? You know, what makes me the woman for the job? What so another word man? for special is weird sometimes, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Unique, so you get shall unique. we call it. <laughs> special. That's right. Weird. Unique. Crazy, maybe? Yeah, yes. Yes. Yes, Because absolutely. it doesn't fit with what everybody else has. That's right. That doesn't mean that it's wrong or but bad. that's what's special. That's what, you know, right. I tell people. So you're saying embrace that. Absolutely. Own it. I, I tell people the power is in the difference. It's not in the sameness. The power is in the mm, difference. I like that. Absolutely. Your perspective is going to be different than my perspective. And there's value in understanding yeah. both of those perspectives. And so right. the power is in the difference. That's a powerful idea. Yeah. So if our listeners are out there thinking, oh, this is weird about me, that's probably something they should pay attention to. Absolutely. 
that's their point of differentiation. You know, no one yeah. can see me, Dr. Paul, but I'm sitting in front of you. I am not what you would call your quintessential banker. I probably got, I don't know, three, four, five different bracelets on. I don't yeah. have on socks, right? You know, the embellished shirt. I noticed shirt. that about you yesterday. <laughs> I didn't say anything, but. I'm sure, right? You know, and, and would I wear this into the corporate office? No, but is it who I am? Absolutely, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, you know, I've always liked clothing and fashion and yeah. probably a little more fashion forward, certainly more so than my, my counterparts in the corporate executives, sure. right? And so that's the beauty of this. On this journey, I get to be me fully. You get, to, you get to see all of me. I get to be totally transparent because if I'm not living my journey, if I'm not being fully me, then the world is missing out, you know? The, the world is yeah. not benefiting from that. Well, it's almost like we're cheating ourselves and Absolutely. everyone that we could touch if Absolutely. we try to hide who it is that we really are. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Now, I was telling you about the, nice. the five-part strategy, and so, and, and I, I just want to make certain that the listeners get that. And that five-part okay. strategy is what fields do you want to play on? Mm -hmm. What are the connections necessary to move you from where you are today to where you're trying to get to? Now, you're talking about relationships. Oh, this could be in your relationships. It could, it's the same strategy for any of those five dimensions. Relationships, mm -hmm. work. I mean, think about relationships, right? Well, Where do you want to strengthen your about relationship? That. Yeah, you've got this human treasury yeah. that surrounds you, and they are all unique, too. That's right. That That's means right. they're good at something that you are, are not. not. right? <laughs> Quite frankly, are not good at. I was going to say you, know? you suck at, but I'm not sure I can say that on this show. <laughs> then I remembered, wait, this is my show. That's right. You can say what you want. Say whatever you don't you even want. have to wear socks if you don't want to. Then you're not. So... Anyway, I cut you off though, Kevin. No Where were you going with so that? So I was saying, so so there's the fields, right? There's the connections. The fields, the connections. There's the point of differentiation, and I and I really focus on that That's because the uniqueness. I want you to think about what your uniqueness is, right? Um, it's it's what's the sequence Instead of, of trying to fit in or be like everybody else. That's right. That's Which right. is really dangerous because then you start comparing yourself. That's right. You start beating yourself up. You start you're changing not that, you're not yourself this. to be more like someone else. When I would say, you know, mm -hmm. the, the value is in the difference. It really is in the difference. Nice. If we're all the same, then, you know, it's going to be a pretty boring place. Right. Right. And then the, the other part of the strategy is what's the sequence of events to, okay. to move from where you are today to where you're trying to get to? Because many of us want to go from, more, from midnight to morning in three minutes. Right. right. That's just how we're wired, right? We got microphones. We want everything and we want it now. On we demand, want it fast. right now. That's right. And so what's the sequence of events? Because things take time. And then ultimately, what's the impact? And you have to determine how you define impact. Some people might define impact monetarily. Mm -hmm. Some people might define impact by the number of lives that you touch. And so I'll, I'll tell you, you know, I'm being totally transparent. What I want to do, why I'm doing this business, mm -hmm. you know, I live by a motto. And that motto is do all that you can for as many as you can and let God and the world conspire on your behalf. And that's how I live mm. my life. And my goal in this business is to give away a million dollars. That's what I want to do. It has nothing to do nice. with, you know, me and what I, I mean, it has to do with me, right? Because I have to really grind and do what I need to do to be in a position to be able to do that. But I want to give away a million dollars. Well, it's more like... It's more like you're the vehicle to accomplish this impact, to use your word. Absolutely. It's not about you. It's just that you're essential to the process. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you got to show up. If you don't show up, 
That's right. It doesn't happen. This is very true. And then who doesn't get to be blessed or lifted or elevated right. because you didn't show up? Because I didn't show up. That's right. Right. Because I slept in, huh? <laughs> you slept in. <laughs> Couldn't find your socks. That's right. That's right. Good thing I wasn't looking for any. <laughs> it's much more efficient. I don't take that time. Make sure it matches my shirt or something. I don't have to worry oh, about man. it. Oh, man. So where would you send people first, Kevin? Well, it's one of our listeners or, or some of our mm -hmm. listeners, if they're thinking, okay, I like what he's saying about becoming the very best version of you. Mm -hmm. What is the starting point? Where, where do they go? What do they do where first? Do they go? Well, I tell you what, there's a few places. Um, I, the first thing, they, the first place they have to go is the mirror. Mm. Right? You have to be true to yourself. Right? There's always a struggle. I mean, you know, we're always yeah. in a struggle, right? I, I'm living through my struggle. My 70 pounds is a part of losing some of my struggle, right? My struggle is food. God, I love food. I love mm. to make food. And it's, the thing that I like about food, it isn't necessarily the act of eating, mm -hmm. but it's the community. It's the fellowship. It's the enjoying, the enjoying company that I have when I'm cooking for people. And I don't make low calorie food. <laughs> I like the food that's full of butter. Right? Taste right to you. Right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. You know, and so I, hear you. I had to understand that. You know, so the, the first thing I had to do was I had to go take a long, hard look in the mirror. I still take a long, hard look in the mirror every day, relative to what I'm doing now, right? Because yeah. you know, every now and then, we're all human, right? And that self-doubt starts to creep into your mind, right? You know, statistics say that about 85% of self-talk is negative. And so, yeah. oh, one yeah. of the things I say here's here's one here's one tactical item that your listeners can do. Get a board of directors. What do I a, mean by that? A personal, a personal board, board of, of directors. directors. Now yeah. on my website, kevindwright.com, mm -hmm. there's about a four minute talk on a personal board of directors. You know, the reality is corporations have them. Right. And if they're there to hold the leadership accountable. They're there right. to ensure the ship is going in the right direction and it doesn't veer too far off course. Right. And it holds the leadership accountable. But we're human. And as we talk about developing us, there's only us. And unless we have that personal board of directors to kind of make sure the ship doesn't go too far mm -hmm. off track or the ship is headed in the right path, then it gets a little harder, right? right? Because you're stuck with what's going on between your ears. And so by having that personal board of directors, it really helps you. It gives you a soundboard. It holds you accountable. You know, I mean, we have to sometimes figure out what is it that we need to do to hold ourselves accountable. I wear Fitbit. Why do I wear a Fitbit? Oh, yeah. Because it tells me when I need to get it's up off my duff. one of your many bracelets. That's right. That's right. There you go. <laughs> it tells me when I need to get up off my duff. I've been sitting around too long, and I need to get active. So I'm hearing something behind this too, Kevin. Mm -hmm. You say go to the mirror. A lot of people have an initial resistance to that because they that's don't true. like what they see. That's but true. you know what? First of all, quit judging yourself so much. That's right. Let's that's just right. be a little more kind. Mm -hmm. You know, if if I treated We're you the way that you treat critics. you, would we still be friends? Um, Probably not, right? Because <laughs> we're our own worst critics. But what better place to start than from where you are right now? Mm -hmm. And then let's embark on a journey. And you're saying, okay, surround yourself with the right kind of people. That's right. Get that personal board of directors. Right. Get a journal. Kevin Wright. Get a journal. Get that pen and paper. Write it down. Write it. I, I, I tell you, here's one more tactical item. Whatever okay. that goal is, whatever it is, I want you to get a Sharpie. And on your bathroom mirror, I want you to write it. And I don't know what it is. Whether it's, I want to save $100 a month. So you can see it. 
every single day, multiple times a day. When you're brushing your teeth, you're looking up and you're going, I, did I do what That's I needed what to I'm do about. to lose that 10 pounds? Yep. Right? Whatever it is, write it on the mirror. You got to put it in front of you. Well, you got to believe it. Kevin, you could probably keep going for an hour or two. And no, sometimes you do. Not at all. When you're doing your trainings <laughs> and things like that. Folks, this is Kevin D. Wright, and that's spelled W-R-I-G-H-T. That's correct. And he's the right man to get on your board of directors. Absolutely. So, and you've got a website, KevinDWright.com. That's right. And uh, people you can, can subscribe. Subscribe. You can subscribe. I won't. I won't hit website. you over the head with messaging and a whole lot of emails. But periodically, I'll and send out information. And if he does, you guys, you let me know, and that's then right. I'll go hunt him down. <laughs> Kevin, thank you so much for joining me for a few minutes here. You've created some great value for our, for our listeners. Thanks for the invitation. Everyone, it's time. Go out there and live on purpose.